Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Holiday budget. Financial planners don't miss a beat. Anything that should be included in your budget, they have covered. What is a holiday budget? What should be included? And how to set it up within your budget is what we're going to talk about. Now, this is an item that you should start saving for after the first of the year as soon as the previous Christmas holiday season is over. You should have a line on your monthly budget called Christmas budget, holiday budget, whatever you name it, there should be one line there. And then you need to have a sub-schedule or another separate detailed budget for the holiday budget. And you need to stick to it strategize your spending. I got this from an article, moneycrashers.com, create holiday budget. So what you do if you have a spreadsheet on the sheet one, you should have your detailed monthly budget of everything that you're going to be paying for every month that you perfect down and keep track of. You have one line on there called holiday budget. You go to sheet two or three, whatever. And you create a detail budget of the money you're going to be spending for the holidays. It's just not buying gifts for your family members. It's everything you could possibly spend during the holiday season, starting with Thanksgiving going all the way through the first of the year. So if you host a Thanksgiving dinner, the extra cost in food should be included and or beverages also. Plus your Christmas spending, plus your New Year's entertainment if you go out for New Year's entertainment. And that would include all your holiday spending that you can then tally up a guesstimate of what you'd like to spend, divide it by 12 and get a monthly amount of money that you can set aside worked into your monthly budget so that you have it in your savings account. And in reality, It will increase your emergency fund until the time you need it. Hopefully, if you never need it for an emergency, like to replace a new refrigerator or repair your car that's broke, maybe it broke down, then you'd have the money in your savings account to pay all these extra spending that you're going to do for the holidays. Now let's start with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a dinner. So if you're going to host a Thanksgiving dinner, 
Maybe you have some decorations that you can include in your budget. The additional food. Now, this should be in addition to the money you spend on your weekly basis or your monthly basis that's in your budget. The additional extra food that you're going to buy for all the people that are going to come to the party or to the dinner. Plus any beverages you're going to buy in excess of what you would normally spend. Whether it's sodas for the children or alcohol beverage for the adults. Whatever you do is fine. If you got to buy oil to deep fry the chicken or the chicken, the turkey, then that would be an extra expense you should be including. And of course, if you buy two turkeys, maybe the first turkey is not included. But if you buy two turkeys or if you buy a turkey and a ham, maybe you can include the ham in this part of the budget. Once you get through Thanksgiving, then you have Christmas. And this is where this article I mentioned, it's got, I have it in my show notes, is creating a holiday budget. But spending don't stop with gifts. Holiday comes with a host of other expenses including food, entertainment, decorations, holiday travel, cards, and charitable giving. So you could easily spend way more than what you can afford. So if you're hoping to avoid a New Year's Day debt hangover, your best strategy is to make and stick to a holiday budget. Careful planning is the key to enjoying your holiday without waking up to a cold gray overdrawn morning in January. Failing to plan is planning to fail. So what's step number one? Well, set yourself a spending limit. You got to figure out how much you can afford to spend in total. How much total? That includes everything. Gifts, decorations, food, travel, charitable giving, everything. Then you need to, once you set a total limit, let's say it's $3,000. It's just a number I picked out of my head. Now you got to take that $3,000 and divide it up into a list of expenses. So one of the first things you should do is list the names of everybody you're going to buy a gift for and put how much are you going to spend on that person. Once you get that done, then you move on to decorations, travel, if you got to travel. And even if you take your car, if you're going to buy extra gasoline, or if you're going to travel extra far and you maybe need to have some maintenance done, throw that in there also. And list your expenses. You got gifts. You have wrapping paper and trimming. You got cards and postage. You may have food, decoration, clothing. You might have to go to an office party where you need to have the appropriate clothes. Travel expense holiday activities, and charitable giving. Once you get all that figured out, you need to set priorities. Because maybe your list of expenses got a little long, and if you started assigning money there, maybe you're way over your $3,000 limit. 
Well, this is when you come back and set priority. What's the most important thing? And try to prioritize what you're going to spend your money on. And maybe then set the limits a little bit lower on those particular items. Step four, allocate funds. Now it's time for nuts and bolts. So it's basically an article. If you have 30 people on your gift list, it's not reasonable for you to spend a budget of $100 a person. Because then you're at over your $3,000 and you hadn't done anything else. So be reasonable on everything that you do. You don't want to spend more than you can afford. So let's keep that in mind. Once you get that done, you add it up. If you're over your limit, then maybe you need to either increase the limit, which is not advisable. You pick that limit for a reason. Maybe you can sell some stuff you no longer need, get some extra cash. You can give up some indulgence, cut back a little bit. Maybe review what you budgeted for, say, clothing. Maybe you can cut that back. And shop uh keep track of everything shop smart do as much as possible yourself and create some cheaper traditions by doing it yourself maybe working from home and creating family traditions that are something you're gonna need to do anyway but you just hadn't quite done yet so when you end your spreadsheet and let's say you're doing your holiday budget is on page two and you get all your numbers in there of your budget estimates, let's call it. You need to put a second call or third column in there. Actual spending. So as you go through and start spending money, you can put you get the gifts purchased for the one person that's in your list you can put the actual dollar amount that you spent and you can go down and keep updating that so you could see how close you are to what you budgeted. So you can keep your budget in line with what you guesstimated. I know this episode's not coming out to late September. It's a little late, but the sooner you get started, and start setting money aside, the better off you're going to be in January. Even if you know you can have all your credit cards paid off in one or two months, the idea of reducing your debt is, one, quit creating new debt. Even for the holidays, you must stick to that. So let's say we were doing all this in September, you come up with your total, you need to divide that by three months, October, November, December. You may not have the money in until December, but that's okay because you could buy presents later on. Maybe some of those expenses won't happen until later in the month. The idea on creating a holiday budget and keeping it strict and straight to it is to prevent yourself from creating more debt 
and get farther behind. I cannot stress that more. You should be doing this every year. Even when you have all your credit cards paid off and you know that you can charge everything that you spend for the holidays and you are confident it can be paid off in two or three months. If you save for it in advance, you maybe have it all paid off by the end of January. It would be a lot less stress on you and your budget. And everybody will enjoy the holidays much better. And as I was thinking about this, you should be doing something similar on sheet three, let's say, for travel. You have maybe two automobiles. Maybe you have three automobiles. You need to put a travel category and put in the details auto one auto two auto three gas maintenance oil changes new tires major repairs major repairs may only put five dollars a month for each car or maybe five dollars a month for all three cars you may never run into it but if you can just slowly keep building up your savings account If something bad would happen, you'd have the money, at least part of the money available to cover that. So if you say, okay, my first car, I drive back and forth to work, and it's $20 a week, that would be $80 a month, four weeks per month, that I'm going to spend for gasoline. Then as you buy the gasoline throughout the month, you put the actual next to it so you can see, okay, well, this week I spent $19, then the next week I spent $30, and the next week I spent $40, so you can continually get a better average and keep updating your budgeted amount so you're closer to the actual expenses that you may come up with. And you do that for all your cars. Maybe one's for you, one's your wife, one's maybe a child. And you can figure out and track exactly what is being spent for gas, oil changes, and maybe minor repairs, whatever you want to do. And then you total that up, divide it by 12, and come up with a monthly amount. Or maybe you're doing it on a monthly basis. And then that amount should be forwarded to your actual monthly budget under auto or transportation category. You could do the same thing for every category. You could have a category utilities. Then you could have on sheet three or four, list all your utilities that you pay and what you pay every month and then put your actual amount you pay so you can keep continually updating the detail and then bring the total over into your total monthly budget. For those of you that know how to do spreadsheets, I hope you understand what I'm saying. If you're not too good in working with spreadsheets, you can go to Google and Google a budget 
category, find a template that you like the most, and download it into whatever spreadsheet that may be on your computer or whatever software you may have. Google has spreadsheets. Windows has spreadsheets. Mac has a spreadsheet. Everybody's got them. They're relatively inexpensive to buy the software. It may be a good investment to help you with your budgeting. And then you can maybe watch some YouTube tutorials on how to set them up and how to put in formulas. It's, we're not talking anything too complicated. It's just a summing, you know, the adding up of a list of numbers. And then take that number and plug it, carry it forward by to watch a YouTube video. That's the best way I could state on how to do it. It's not all that difficult. It may be time consuming at the beginning, but it will be worth the extra time you spend and knowing how close to your budget you may or may not be. How far off. If you're getting out of whack with your balance, that's how you get in trouble. Because you got to quit creating new debt. You got to pay the minimum balance on all your credit cards. You got to make all your payments on time. You got to put money into your savings account to build up an emergency fund. Then once you have your emergency fund, you keep putting money in there until you have a couple thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand extra. Then you would then select a credit card. I would prefer paying the highest interest rate first once you can get that established and get a routine you'd be surprised on how fast those credit cards start disappearing then you can work on auto loans then you could work on your house line of credit and then maybe even your first mortgage i paid off all my debt in three years eight months and it was 120 or 130,000. And this is way I did it. It's not all that difficult. And we can get it done. I'll be back in one moment with my final thought. If you listen to this podcast, Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth, on an Apple device, scroll through all the episodes towards the bottom and you can select write a review and leave your comments. And you can rate this podcast. I appreciate all feedback and I thank you for your time in doing so. A holiday budget is important if gift giving in the holidays are important for your family. In order to make sure you have enough money to buy the gifts you want to buy everybody and to pay for everything without going into debt it's important to set up a holiday budget. I would do that on a separate sheet in my spreadsheet and bring the total up to your monthly budget. You can use this amount to increase your emergency fund until which time you need to use it to buy your gifts and other items for the holidays. Just make sure 
if an emergency happens, you have two choices. You can use that money you've set aside to help reduce your emergency so you borrow less money. Or you can set it aside and not use it so it's there for the holidays. I guess it depends on how close to the holidays your emergency happens. Make sure you keep track of how much your emergency fund is and how much money that your holiday budget is been saved to the savings account. Keeping track of that is simple. Just do it in your sheet, uh, your spreadsheet. Just post how much every month or every week you put into your holiday budget savings account. Or you can set up a separate savings account just for your holiday budgets. Back in the 60s and 70s, the banks and credit unions had a Christmas fund, which you set aside. You put the money in and you wasn't allowed to take the money out until a certain date, usually somewhere in November, that you could use to buy your Christmas gifts and whatever you needed it for. You can do that yourself. You can set up a separate savings account and keep it completely separate from your emergency fund or you can combine it together in your savings account and keep track on it through a spreadsheet on how much of that savings is for your emergency fund, how much is your holiday fund, how much is maybe for your auto repairs, or whatever you're doing. Just keep track of it. It's important to know how much money you have and how much you have to spend on the items that you want to spend money on when the time comes.